Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm going to be natural. I am Dr. Dozier, and I am going to be super. Yeah. And I am Dr. O, and I'm going to be the junkie. He's Dr. Dennis, and he is a junkie. I am Dr. Kevin, and we are the, the Supernatural Junkies. Well done. Well done, boys. Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly what why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex, and we have a few special guests today besides Kevin. Wait, I thought I was the special one. You are a special something. But we're also here with, with our favorite pastors, who we have here today? We have Dr. Thomas Dozier's in the house. As and, always, um, yes. We have a very special guest today, Pastor Ernie Rivera. And uh, he is one of the guys to know here in Florida. And uh, But he has a special reason he's here today because we've been talking about Israel for the past few weeks. And um, so Pastor Ernie um, was contacted by the... Um, the Israeli uh, ambassadors, and um, so he actually got a chance to go to the Israeli embassy and uh, and to really see and, and hear some of what happened in these attacks on, on Israel. And uh, so he, I had the chance of having lunch with him this past week, and uh, when he was relaying some of these details, um, well, let's just say it's so we want to go ahead and put out a disclaimer right away uh, for this show in particular. Mm -hmm. And uh, because it is, you know, the, we've talked about how war is hell, but but then there's also kind of some stuff that's going to come out on these this podcast and video that's going to be a little shocking for most people. Yeah, so trigger warning for those of you who are sensitive. Um, if you have children... This might be something that you want to watch uh, and listen to first before you invite them in. Uh, also, you know, depending on the maturity, right, how old your children are as well. Um, because I think this is important to say because we're getting so much flack from people saying none of that, you know, none of what you're saying is true that is happening out there. It's actually the reverse. And this is going to be somebody who's actually seen footage of what is going on. And so he'll be talking about that. So if you're sensitive to that, you may want to tune out, okay? Yeah. And I know Dr. Dozier, um, I'm watching you closely. So if you, if you, I, you know, I don't know if you know how to raise your hand in here, but if you raise your hand, otherwise I'll, I'll see it. But Pastor Ernie, welcome today. And uh, yes, tell us a little bit coming. about you and your ministry. So Pastor Ernie Rivera is uh, part of the ministry to a lot of Latin pastors in the area, but he brings pastors together all the time. And uh, in particular, he started uh, Protect Our Children Project. 
which is all about protecting what is going on with our children. And that ranges not just from the transgender, um, really the LGBTQ indoctrination, but it turns out to CRT and uh, has gotten to be a friend of Ron DeSantis and uh, to be able to, to try and make changes to really protect our children here in Florida. And then now Ernie is also involved with United Pastors of America. And let's just say this isn't the Huggy Bear group. This is the group of pastors that want to try and get involved and to, to, to let people know what's happening in the world and to stand for Christ in these difficult times. So welcome, Ernie. And that's a little bit about Pastor Ernie. Well, thank you very much, uh, uh, Dr. Kevin Cruz and, and Alex Cruz. Uh, both of you are so kind in inviting me to participate in this podcast. And my friend, uh, Dr. Thomas uh, Dozier, you're always uh, a great sight to see. Even if it's on Zoom, <laughs> it's, it's great. I hope you. you've enjoyed your your holiday time with the family also, and Thanksgiving. This is a, this is a special invitation uh, that I've received from the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Uh, this past uh, November, Friday, November 10th. It was just what, two weeks ago uh, at 11.30 in the morning, I received a call from one of the representatives of the embassy requesting that I be present Monday morning, the following Monday uh, at 11 o'clock at the Israeli embassy. And I, I've been involved with supporting Israel and and uh, Israel people for, for some long time already. And I requested, I said, uh, yes, uh, it's a short notice from Friday to, to Monday. Uh, I would have to, I said, I'd have to call my wife and find out if, if that's possible. They said, well, we have 30 minutes uh, to be able to uh, receive an answer and we need copies of your passport to be able to do the clearance. It's a high security event. Uh, later, I, I requested more information about it and they mentioned that uh, they were bringing in leaders uh, from all 50 states of the union and additional to that, denominational or congregational leadership that they recognized that could take this message out uh, that they were going to present. I had no idea. Uh, Kevin and Alex, uh, this took me totally by surprise. I, I, I called my wife and I said, look, uh, we're leaving Monday to, to DC and she says, but are you going to do the plane ticket? I say, oh, look up some flights. And uh, moments, five minutes later, they, the embassy called and said, no, we're, we're covering all of your costs, but we need you to be here Monday at 11. Wow. So uh, later on, I found out they, they spent a lot of money to fly us you know, immediately over there. 
So I understood that if they had this urgency, it was necessary for, for my wife and for me to be there. And I requested, I said, I, I, I would like to have my wife next to me, just like Kevin, you want your wife next to you there. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's very important to have our wives with, and, and especially we've been married for 40 years. So I don't want to, wow. I don't want to lose, lose her in any corner. So uh, this this uh, invitation, uh, I I learned that it was going to be a private showing, forty two minute showing, of the live footage, live footage that was recorded by the body cams, the GoPros, and the WhatsApp of the Hamas terrorists assassins as they killed and terrorized the Israelites that fateful day, horrible day of October. And I I would have preferred not, and I'm being very sincere with all of you, I would have preferred not to have seen it. I know it's necessary. And as a former U.S. Senator for Florida candidate in 2016, and as a ordained Presbyterian pastor for the last 48 years, and having been involved with the leadership of our state here in Florida and throughout Central and South America and the Caribbean, I said, Lord, there's some things you asked me to do that I wish I didn't have to do, but I will be obedient. And that's the reason I've accepted your invitation to come on to this podcast, which I appreciate so much that you invite me because the story I have to say, I saw with my own two eyes. My wife started crying, Delcy started crying before the footage even started just with the comments uh, uh the, uh, uh, us, yes you, uh, uh, the volume's too high i think Maybe my volume sorry. might be too high i apologize you know when we were talking about this story i thought well, why can't they publish this themselves you know why why was the big hush hush why why couldn't they get the media to cover well, this? I guess that's the question. I have a few questions before we get there. Can I? Sorry. Can I? Um, so when you were invited to this, just to set the stage, um, how many other pastors were there? Was it just you guys or how many? No, there's, uh, like I mentioned, Alex, they invited the, the top leaders of every state of the union. So there were 50 okay. and plus, uh, like I brought my wife and some of the pastors brought their wives and leaders brought their wives also. There were some of the head of the denominations, uh, some of those that I recognized and others I met there that are in charge of 25, 30,000 churches in, in the nation, a very large. Uh, uh, and there were like four or five 
uh, people of the press, I, I recognized one of our friends from Salem Communications, right? And uh, the press was allowed to see it for the first time, but before the event started, they all had to stand up and take their cameras and all their equipment, recording equipment outside because they, and, and this answer is also, I guess, uh, Kevin's point of view, the the families, the, the the members of the families of these beautiful young lives that were assassinated have not seen this video. They have not seen this footage. Uh, I just heard the week after Hannity was mentioning on his show, Sean Hannity, about a 42-minute video that was uh, secretly presented. Mm -hmm. He hadn't seen it, and I believe since then they gave him the opportunity because he he came on uh, very stern. And I know that the embassy in 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 London, the Israeli uh, embassy in London, also showed it to a very selected group of people. Mm -hmm. Why did they choose us? That's the question, yeah. right? Like I'm saying, you know, they should have called a Dozier over, uh, let him. Let him suffer this. Uh, it, it's it's just something. That, it's so horrible. And I have here the the, the transcript. I, this is this was given to a few of us, and it's it's very it's very graphic, and it's the words. This is uh, the as I I'll be reading if you allow me to. Yes, uh, yes, the yes. actual transcript from the live footage of Hamas body cams and the transcripts is it's written in Arabic, well, their language, and then translated into Hebrew and then into English. And you ask yourself, why, why do, would I have to be involved in something like this? It's because the lies that are being said through the 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 media the the mainstream media is lying celebrities and, and, it's, and it's it's so filthy how they they just stand on the microphones and just say whatever they want well let me tell you i saw the i saw it with my own eyes the brutality this is something that still stirs deep emotion in me and I'm I I ask to excuse me that I I'm angered. Yes. I'm very angered. Why do we have why do we have the this media that's so liberal and so lying that they are trying to defend the assassins, the terrorists, they, these, they're not even humans. They, these people that attacked the children, the older ladies. I heard some, and I'll say it. I'm a good Presbyterian pastor. I can say things others can't. These idiots on TV saying that they had not beheaded babies. I saw it with my own eyes. Those babies, some of them charred, broiled, charcoaled, 
had been put inside ovens. Mm. It is so horrible what we have had to experience. Why? Why do we have to experience this? I didn't I didn't want to see it. I wish my wife would have never seen it. But who's going to stand and who's going to say the truth? Who's going to be willing to to face the nation and say stop your lies and face the reality? And this is something that is 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 very very disturbing, okay? It's it's extremely disturbing. One of the messages United Pastors and Kevin mentioned, I am part, I'm Vice President and CEO of the United Pastors of America. Dr. Don Hazen is the founder and 90 years old and he's still preaching the word of God. He's standing for the truth and he's saying it as it is. A phrase that he's mentioned many times and I want to read it. Because I hope a lot of pastors see this. I'm I'm going to promote this podcast to over 4,600 pastors that are on my list. And I hope every pastor will listen very carefully. Because the warning I will be saying at the end of this program, warning that I received from the high security in the Israel embassy, I hope you will listen to it. And don't be fools and believe the lies and think that this is an easy ride. It's not. The time is now that the attack is on. John Adams, our second president of the United States of America, said in a series of writings he wrote, on, it was called Novangelus, the fourth one he wrote, 1775, before our country had declared independence, he wrote, and I state, it is the duty of the clergy, clergy are pastors, ministers, leaders, apostles, bishops, cardinals. Clergy is every single man or woman that have the cloth, that have dedicated their life to lead flocks of all denominations, and I would even include religions. He said, it is the duty of the clergy to accommodate their discourses. Their discourses are their sermons, their messages from their pulpits to the times to preach against such sins as are most prevalent and recommend such virtues as are most wanted. Now I ask pastors, leaders, I am your fellow pastor. I've been in ministry for 48 years. I say that with humbleness and gratitude to our Lord that he's given me the opportunity. Now I ask, are you preaching from your pulpit against the sins of these times? Are you standing with courage or are you weakening and cowardly trying to defend your tithes and offerings or your attendance? Who cares who stands up and leaves your congregation? 
If the truth is the truth, then stand for the truth. For you, it's not you who will be saying this. I have no intention to offend any man or woman, and especially any colleague, pastor, or clergy. I have no intention at all. But the truth may offend you if you do not understand that it is necessary for us. And we are the last line of defense. If we do not stand, if we do not say, if we do not speak, who will speak? Mm -hmm. And it's because we have been weak. Our nations now are falling. Look at England, Great Britain. Look at Canada. Look at so many countries in Central and South America where people, Millions of people are suffering now because the leadership had no courage in standing up and telling politicians, you are wrong. You are lying. You have to repent and come to God. So this is the message. And yes, I believe that John Adams, our second president, was very right. Mm. It is the duty of the clergy to speak against the sins of the times. And what sins do we have right now? We have a lot. Yes, many ask, why did I get involved in politics? In 2015, I told my wife, because of a very special experience I had with God, I said, I am not only going to preach from the pulpit, but I'm going into the, con the the streets where the communities are, and I'm going to share. And I took up a horrible load, cost a lot of money, a lot of sacrifice, but I decided to do something about it. Today, in your podcast, I have to read some, some comments. And once again, I want to give a warning, and Alex, you said a even better than I could say it. The following readings are actual transcripts. They are very, very critical. Parents, please do not let your children hear this. It, it can disturb them. And if you are very sensitive, the, the, the person listening to this podcast, maybe you would want somebody else to listen to it before you do. I, I have no intention of doing theatrics or creating any types of hype. It's not, it's not me. But I do want everyone to understand what is going on. What is the reality? And I saw this, and this is the transcript of exactly what we heard and we saw there. Dr. Cruz, I know that you're standing for the truth. I know that you're, that's why you're doing these podcasts. You want the truth to be heard. Amen. You and your wife have decided to do something about it. I admire it. I know this is sacrifice. I know it costs money. I know it's not easy. But I pray that there will be hundreds or thousands of men and women like you that will stand up and say, heck, they're doing it, I'll do it also. 
and and go out and and share and and, and send this to all this social media which i know very little about by the way but i thank god for people like you one of the most disturbing scenes i don't know if you want to ask any questions before i go into this second part i know it's been very 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 strong what i've mentioned or dr dozier you and i shared a little bit on the phone so one of my questions, wow. One of the questions was why won't the media cover this and how does the media get away with these lies? That's that was a good question. It's all about politics. It's all about trying to stay in power to to be able to keep on controlling people and and controlling the minds of our public. You mentioned America, something about you mentioned something about the Supreme Court. You remember that? A ruling of the Supreme Court about, you know, what they could cover? Oh, yes. Well, well that, that's a case that was many years ago. The, the press, you know, our First Amendment right, which is most beautiful, and is being attacked now more than ever, right? Right. Uh, yeah. if, if you just heard what the governor of California just stated yesterday, and they want to uh, institute in California, and I believe uh, Hochul, the governor of New York, she said that she wanted it the same, where they will institute now from kindergarten to 12th grade courses to teach children, your children, my grandchild, to teach them what news, what information, is true and what is not true they are actually going to start trying to influence the behavioral patterns and the 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 thinking processes of our children see our nation has been in a fight for a long time we all know this there's there's two different thoughts out there i stand on the biblical worldview okay and I know Dr. Dozier does too, and I know you guys do. And I know the vast majority of the pastors that will be hearing this do, do the same. We believe there is a standard of moral. There is a standards of ethics. There is a standard of behavior and of life that has to be observed and lived through if we are going to live in a civilized society. But what is all this process of wokeness and what all this CRT and all of this process that's outside trying to uh, dismember the, the mere fabric of our society is because they want to reverse our system into a one world order. And this did not start now. This was back in the 30s where they are trying to indoctrinate the public so that the public will submit voluntarily to their orders and their commands so that they will control first all the economy, all the education, all the religion. You will believe what they say you have to believe and you will act as they say you have to act. Why do you think they're trying to attack our children so much 
I am the co-founder with Mr. Terry Kempel of Protect Our Children Project, Florida's number one leading organization protecting children. I have the honor and the deep respect to be a friend of our governor, Ron DeSantis. We ran against each other as senators. He was running for the U.S. Senate as I was. But the reality is when we would be held up in those rooms, uh, you know, the straw polls, they put all the candidates in a room holding, I would say, Ron, if I didn't have to vote for myself, I would vote for you. You're the smartest one of all of us. And he is definitely the smartest one. Ron DeSantis is extremely smart. Nevertheless, we have to take it, we have to take a, a decision. Doctor, the media controlled, and look, just just go to see who's in back of Disney, for example, ABC News and all that, CBS. Go find out who are the men and women that are behind it. And then you look at your television, which is the medium that most people are just uh, hypnotized every evening. And the message you're sending to your subconscious mind is a message. We want you to follow our thoughts, not your own. What your dad taught you, what your mom taught you, the values you learned at church in Sunday school, these are not the values you're supposed to follow. You're supposed to follow our values. I was hearing a moron, and as a psychologist, I can call him a moron. That's a scientific term saying that children are born, little babies are born, the doctors, listen to this, that guy says, the doctors guess what sex that baby is. They guess. They can't see the penis, or they can't see the vagina, they say, oh no, it's a guess, because that child will decide what sex he or she will be in the future. Look, when we start, start talking like that, I will tell you, you are psychotic. You are crazy. You need medicine or you need to be institutionalized. Because biology is biology. And I'm, I'm not against people that have confusion. It's my job to try to help them and to try to restore their lives. I'm not, I'm not against the, the gay people or the lesbians. They are in that because they have a conflict most likely that has to be addressed. And I have dealt with hundreds of young people and, 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 and they, they go through this in the process of their lives and they have to be instructed and they get out of it. And they have normal, beautiful lives. I can probably give you a list of people. Some of them are even pastors today, happily married, 15, 20 years, where their wives with their children. But yes, there is an influence that they want to hide all of this information. It's not their narrative to hear that Hamas has assassinated all these children, women. Dr. Dozier, if you have anything before I go into reading this, 
I can't hear you. No, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear what you're about to read. I'm waiting to hear that. Dr. Kuzar Alex. Yep. Yeah. So we agree that there's we talk about our podcast, the indoctrination going on, how six to eight corporations own 90 percent of the media. Um, and it's a constant brainwashing. We saw some of that start to happen with COVID, trying to control the narr narrative, trying to teach children and people um, their way of describing what fake news was. So we've seen all this happen. And, you know, hopefully our listeners are savvy enough to realize that even not what they're not seeing in the media, right, that, that we're seeing a constant ta attack. I'm saying that it, genocide is happening at the hands of the Israelis. You know, we, that's what the media is putting out. Hopefully our listeners are smart enough to realize that if that's what mainstream is pushing, that there's something else going on, that that couldn't possibly be the truth because this this thing that we're doing, criminalizing people who tell a dissident point of view, which is actually the truth, um, we're seeing that happen, you know, uh, everywhere. But I do believe that our country is moving more towards that brainwashing moment. And it's really unfortunate because I have seen people put up posters um, trying to support people in Israel and then other people walking by tearing it down and saying, well, where's the proof that what you're saying is happening over there? It's actually the other way around. The Israelis are the ones doing all these horrible things. Um, I, we definitely want to talk about uh, the video and exactly what you saw, if, if you don't mind. Because I think yeah. it's important that people understand, like, you saw this with your own two eyes. It was actual footage. As disturbing as that might be for you to relive, and I'm sorry it, for that. It, it, totally horrible. It's, it's the footage, like, and I repeat once again, anyone that has children right now should should excuse themselves. Yeah. yeah, to have them leave the room uh, and be careful because uh, uh, this is this is very disturbing. It's the footage of the cams, the GoPros and those body mm -hmm. cams that uh, the Hamas terrorists had on themselves. And you'll you'll hear as they speak about this and, and through their phones, the WhatsApp, uh, it's also the first responders of the Israel Defense Forces, the IDF, as they were coming in, their cameras, their GoPros were recording what they were seeing. You can hear them weeping. You could hear them uh, uh, just they were they, they were they were so affected by what they were seeing right in front of their eyes. And third, some of the footage we saw this is live footage okay guys this is not hollywood baloney this isn't made up this is live of the victims themselves holding their phones up okay. as they were being attacked by the terrorists they were coming into their homes and you hear them screaming the girls screaming as they're being raped and and murdered and then you see the it goes black. It's so horrible to think that they actually these despicable dirt grabbed the phones of the victims and they started sending out messages to the family members and showing them how they had killed them. So the warnings out and let me let me just read 
if I if I extend too much, Dr. Kevin, just tell me and I'll stop, okay? Or if it's if it's too rough. I I underlined in yellow the the words I'm gonna be reading because some of it I, I don't even want to mention it. It starts one of them saying one of the victims, stop, stop shooting. Sheik Adele, stop shooting. Then the terrorist says, shot them. This one's alive. Shoot him. Did you see the missiles behind us? The RPG, the tank. The one I told you was behind us. He was shooting while we were driving. It blew the boys. God. Here he is. Here he is sitting in the room. Burn it. Burn it. Let history be my witness that this was the first man I killed, the first one. A Jew. Give me a knife. Give me a knife. Give it. Give it. I swear to God. I swear to you by God, I will cut off his head. I swear to you by God. God is great. Bring it. Jasin, take a photo. Take a photo. No, man. A Jew. Have a look. Curse Israel. That's Israel, he said. Israel. That's Israel. These are the Al Qasam fighters. These are our youth. Allah is great. Praise Allah. This is the harvest. This is the harvest. They are calling the killing of innocent men, babies, children as harvest. Hello? And this is one of the most disturbing parts of these footage. One of the assassins, a young man, calling his father and his mother. He's calling them from where he has killed. And you hear him calling and speaking to his parents. Hello? Yes, dad. Yes? Dad, I'm in Miflasim. Miflasim, one of the kibbutz. Look at your WhatsApp and tell William. See how many I have killed with my bare hands. Dad, your son killed the Jews. Allah is great. Allah is great. It's inside me flashing. Allah is great. Allah is great. Dad, I'm talking from a Jewish woman's phone. I killed her and her husband. Ten with my bare hands, Dad. Allah is great. Praise Allah. Dad, look at the WhatsApp. See how I killed them. Open. I'll call you on WhatsApp. Well, come back safely, his mom replies. Dad, I'm in Miflasin. The dad said, I killed 10, 10 with my bare hands. Their blood is on my hands. Give me, mom, give me, put mom on. Yes, the mother says, 
Allah will protect you. I swear to God, I killed 10 with my bare hands, mom. That is very disturbing. I, can't I pray imagine. for you all the time, mom. May Allah bring you back safely, the mom tells him. Dad, go back to WhatsApp. I want you to show you from Miflasin, God help you. The mom says, I wish I were with you, the father mentions. Mom says, your son's a hero. Kill, kill, kill them. Allah will protect you. The mother says, Mahomet, Mahomet. Yes, dad, Mahomet, where are you? I'm in Miflasin. Allah, I killed 10 people. Allah, 10 with my bare hands. I'm taking you to from a Jewish woman's phone. You killed 10? Yes, I killed 10. Swear, I swear to God. Are you in Zikin? I'm in Miflasin. Miflasin, I blew up the first rock. I swear to God Almighty, raise your head. Inside, inside the city, look at what's up. See those I killed. Look at my what's up. Enough. Come back. Come back. Enough. Come back? He responds. There's no coming back. It's victory or martyr's death. My mom raised me for the sake of this religion. Allah. What's with you, Allah? Where will I go back? Allah is great, Muhammad. Yes. Pray for us as we pray for you. Pray. Wow. Be patient. Be patient. Turn on the light. Six. Allah is great. Yes, leave it. Leave it. We don't kill this one. The fourth. Who's inside? On the head. The fourth. This one inside. Turn on the light here. Turn on the light. The one wearing white. The one wearing white. Turn on the light here. Come, turn on the light. Shoot him in the head. What? Shoot him in the head. Muhammad. Yes, Abu Majed. Is he dead? Here. He's not dead. In the head? Here. He is not dead. Abu Majed. Be patient in the head. There in the head. Say Allah is great. Allah is great. Say Allah is great. Allah is great. Here, he's dead. Relax. How's the moral? Hi, I swear to God. How's the groom? Save some bullets. Save some bullets. Save some ammunition, kids. Step on it. Come back, you bastards. Enough is enough. Brother, don't let those behind us suspect you. Enough. Move, move, move. Drop her. Come, Osama, drive. Come. Drop her. Kill her. Be patient. Be patient. Turn on the light. Six, Allah is great. Did you get to them? These are women. Female settlers, Allah is all sufficient for us and the best one to, to trust in. 
Allah is great. These are dog corpses. Allah is great. Allah is great. Come, come, come. There's one inside. Come, this one's alive. Look at the camera. Look at the camera. This one's alive. Come, get out. Pull him by the hair, brother. Load them up. And this is the hostages that today, today, some of them are being released. I do wow. not believe, and this is my personal opinion, that Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, should not negotiate anything. Yes, I, 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 I love the lives of every single person there. And, and, and let me be clear to, to all of you that are listening. This is not the Palestinian people. This is Hamas. There's a difference. I have a lot of friends that are Palestinians, and they're wonderful people. And some of them are Christians. This is a terrorist group that in their bylaws, in their writings, their purpose, their second purpose to exist is to destroy and kill every Jew. And after every Jew, it's every Christian. It's people like you and me. This is what it's all about. Let me read this part. The hostages. Load them up. Load them up. Don't wait. Bring more. Bring. Curse their country. Bring more. Bring. Be careful not to shoot him. Don't shoot him. We want captives. Okay? Nobody kills. We want captives. Yes. Bring them. Bring people from inside. Do it fast. Come. Load them up. Load him up. Bring him. Load him up. Bring him. Lift him, Abu Marwan. One with him. Lift him up inside, Abu Marwan. Go out. Go out. Here they are. Bring them. Let's take a selfie. Allah is great. Allah is great. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most horrible things I saw was a father of his two beautiful young boys, probably eight, ten years old, running that morning of October 7th. In their underwear, inside their home, they have the cameras like most of us have, and you can see what's moving in the house. The first responders, the, the defense forces of Israel, grab this footage. You see this father and his two little boys waking up, running in their underwear, running outside. They go to the shelter they have. Most of them have shelters outside in their backyard and the father pushes his sons inside and covers them and a terrorist comes one of these hamas animals takes a grenade and throws it inside the father protected his children and died the two boys come out with a ringing in their ears confused one of the boys lost an eye He's bleeding and he has sharp nail in his shoulder. The older brother grabs him. The terrorist pushes him inside the house. And the brother's talking to his younger brother and saying, 
Are you hurt? He's pouring water. He's saying, they killed daddy. They killed daddy. The younger brother says, I don't want to live. They killed daddy. I understand war is horrible. But when it's a country against another country and there's war, but purposefully going inside and murdering little babies and women, these young girls I saw, beautiful teenage girls. No, we cannot let this happen. I. I have dreams about this, nightmares. The most horrible thing is, listen to me, please. Listen, listen carefully. Anyone that says contrary to what Ernie Rivera is saying today, look him in the eye and say you are a liar because Pastor Ernie was right there and saw it with his own eyes and with me. We were a hundred, hundred people there in that room. All the leaders of, of every state, plus the main denomination and some of the press. And let me tell you, after the conference, the ambassador and his, his staff came to speak with us, the high security. Listen carefully to me. I love this country. I'm a boy from Tallahassee, Florida. I ran for the US Senate. I've tried to serve my country as best as I can. I've been a pastor at the pulpit in the mission fields. But they gave us a warning to every one of us. And they said, we want you to know, and they have confirmed there are thousands of Hamas terrorists in the United States, armed and ready to be activated to do the same thing they did in Israel here in the United States to us. They're just waiting for the command, waiting for the order. They told us, pastors, leaders, you are responsible now to go out and to tell the community, to tell your congregations, to tell everyone to get armed, be prepared. I believe in the Second Amendment, okay? The bare arms. Our forefathers had a reason for this. Don't be fooled by these idiots that say that you're not supposed to have them. Listen carefully to me. Listen carefully. There's one thing that I observed from all of the killings in the villages. And I haven't even mentioned, they even kill their pets, beautiful little dogs, animals. They would just start shooting them and killing the little pets right there. But as they went into these kibbutz in the houses, as they stormed these residences, homes like yours and mine, 
I did not see not one Israelite with an arm. They didn't have a shotgun. They didn't have a, a pistol, a gun. And my question is, where are your guns? Where are your arms? Why didn't you fight back? Why didn't you stand against this? One of the pastors, of one of the major leaders of our nation, he saw me after. He says, Pastor Ernie, the hell with this. I got my guns at home. I'm buying an AR-15. They might come and try to attack my home. I'm not going to let them touch my children or my wife. I'm going to fight. America, wake up. Don't be stupid. It's a time that we have to wake up. Defend yourself. Defend your community. Defend your country. This is a time. And I'm telling you, I've been at the pulpit for long enough, more than most of the pastors listening to me in this podcast. It is the time for us to stand up and to preach from our pulpits against the sins. Say it as the scripture says it. Sin is sin. Don't cover it. Don't try to bring rational thoughts of why it's okay to abort children and to kill babies the last term the day before they're being born can't you understand that's infanticide and when they ask can you describe a woman yes a woman is a blessing from god the most beautiful creatures god made you do not have to argue this there is no discussion your children do not have to learn about transgenders and, and, and these horrible guys dressed as women reading stories to them in kindergarten. Yeah. Stand up, America. Be brave and say it as it should be said. Thank you. Thank you for letting me speak. This is the first time I'm saying this publicly. And it will not be the last. Dr. Cruz, Mrs. Cruz, thank you for the opportunity you've given me. We're grateful that you're willing to come on and tell this story because we can see that it, it's hard. It's hard to listen to. I can't imagine having to watch that. You said it was 42 minutes of this footage. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So and thanks. it's only the 42 minutes. They, the, 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 the deputy ambassador said, it's only 10% of the footage they have. They have 420 minutes of most horrible things possible. When you see one of these terrorists with a hoe, you know what a hoe is? Uh, they till the land. It's like a, it's a, like that with a stick on it. You see them trying to chop off the head of an Israelite, just hitting and hitting and hitting. Look, there are rules for war. And I am sure, as I am sure, no Israelite with a child in front would shoot a child or an elderly woman or, or would do the horrible things that these animals have done. No, I saw it and I'm saying it. This is the most corrupt organization on the planet Earth.
just like ISIS was, this is Hamas ISIS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to believe that we're we're talking demonic. Oh. This isn't just evil. This is this mm. is demonic. Yeah. yeah. From the and pits of hell itself. It is Satan at his manifestation. And then uh, glowing about it, calling their parents, putting on selfies, showing it, it's just it's just horrible. It's just so horrible, everything we saw. And I know they they told us they just sent me a, a text yesterday saying, Pastor, please say it in your pulpits send it out through social media and i thank both of you for allowing me to be on your podcast it's the first time i'm saying this in a public uh, arena Uh, i've been saying it to different groups everywhere i say everyone starts crying everyone everybody has tears in their eyes because none of us could even imagine this should ever happen. Personally, I hope they wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. Get rid of them and don't give up. So I, I, I hate to have to ask you, but there's so many people that are saying that they didn't behead children. They didn't put it's it's the other way around. They didn't put children in ovens. Um, mm. And you said you saw footage that directly. Mm confirms that that in fact that is what's been happening can you just state implicitly like yeah that was happening we saw the children without heads we saw the children charbroiled burnt to a crisp babies why would they have to why would they have to do that to little beautiful babies young people running healthy young beautiful young people running and they're shooting them and and just going over there and then stepping on their heads, spitting on them. Evil has just become a, a new definition. In my book, evil is called Hamas. That's what it is. And shame on the stupid countries that are celebrating this. Shame on every single one of them. And they will have to respond to God. They will have to respond to God. I will assert that. This is not right. Well, thank you guys. I think I'm I think this is enough for today for my part. Once again, conclude your 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 meeting as you usually do, but thank you once again. And God bless you. Doctor, thank you. Thank you. So I have to say, Ernie, thanks so much for sharing from your heart today. Um, We were silent because, I mean, we're speechless. And that's the bottom line. There's nothing to say. There's tears to be shed. But I do want to echo, we have been saying that when we have these open borders now for, you know, practically years now, Everybody knows you can get whatever you want to get in in America. And we have traders that have opened our borders. And uh, so this message to say that they're here and that we could experience something like this in our country is a message that everybody needs to hear. And uh, so I want to thank that. Dr. Dozier, do you have any last words? 
I was hearing <clears throat> Pastor Ernie. Can you hear me? Yep. Pastor Ernie saying shame on those those countries. And I would like to add this country for even allowing such things to be supported. I was looking on the television set a little bit after these things happened, and I saw all of these uh, Palestinian flags in in the in in New York or wherever it was. And I could not believe that we had so many, uh, so many here and we can say whatever we want, but they were actually calling for uh, death to Israel, accusing Israel of committing genocide. And then the things that our, our news networks uh, did, I don't call them news networks. They're, they're, they're an arm for this, these wicked things that take place. The things that they were doing were despicable. And I just, I just pray that many of the American people, I know some won't, but I pray that many of the American people uh, will have their eyes open. I know yesterday after Thanksgiving dinner, uh, I sat down at the table uh, with my daughters and I discussed uh, some of these things because I think it's very important that we let those know whom we can. And I wanted to start with my family. I wanted to start with my daughters. Uh, their adults, when I let them know, and they were very, very attentive. And I realized there are some people who are not going to be attentive, but it will be uh, to their own hurt. So that is all I have to say on it today. I, like you all, I was pretty much silent because just to hear hear those things, it's, it's just straight up demonic. It's beyond despicable. It's demonic. There's no other word for it, but it is demonic and it is satanic to do such things. Well, and Ernie, we have been covering at length, you know, where a lot of this all comes from in our Bibles and why God specifically said he would gather them back together a second time and uh, that that is God's land over there. And um, we've been wondering how the whole world can, you know, come to this point about Israel and Jerusalem in particular, but uh, we, we see the prophetic nature uh, and this evil that's that's rising and that we're about to see you know the man of sin and you can see this this demonic possession that this hate that is taken over in a way that is just difficult to even fathom and um and that's why we need to prepare our hearts because you know this is what our bibles told us would happen one day and it's important for us to realize that that we have to prepare our hearts for the Lord. And and I'm glad to hear though, Ernie, that you're putting out the call that we need to be prepared for something like that here. So God bless you, Ernie. And I know it's exhausted you to say this. And um and if anyone wants to know more about this, uh I I'm asking Dr. Cruz and his wife, Alex, to receive your comments or your petitions. I will not address it uh, directly to individuals. I'll do it through the podcast. I want it all to be led through this because I am going to be speaking in podcasts throughout the nation now. And and this one is the very first one. And everything you want to know, please contact uh, Kevin. Give the information yep. so people can contact you. Okay. Well, thank you once again. Yeah, God bless you guys. So, Dr. Dozier, um, 
I'm just going to ask you to just say a prayer for America, for our country, for for Israel, and uh, for the for this whole situation, Lord God. Father, we honor you, we bless you, and we thank you. And even at this time, many of us grieve and, and, and many of us mourn, Lord, for the things that are taking place. And we recognize, Lord, that your word reveals to us the enmity, the hatred, and the hostility, uh, not only that is taking place now, but it has taken place for millennia. And, and it seems to be at a fever pitch today. Before our nation, God, I, I, I pray for that believing remnant that trusts and relies upon you. And I pray that the eyes of many are open, Lord God, so that they can see what is transpiring today. It is a time and a season, Lord, where we ought to make decisions as to whether or not we would trust you and rely upon you or we would stand against you, which is total futile, totally futile to do. So I pray now for that believing remnant. I pray, Lord, that that even the church and the, the leadership and the, the people in the church we become more aggressive in soul winning that harvest is there lord and and we need to become more aggressive and i pray lord that there will be a boldness from the men and women of god who proclaim to speak your word that we will open our mouths lord and 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 cry out and spare none and and give warning and, and sound the trumpet that the watchman will be exactly that that we will forget about ourselves oh lord and we would just focus on what it is that your spirit is saying to the church today and so we thank you father we thank you now in the name of jesus for the protection and the covering that you give us all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we do pray. And also, Lord, we want to lift up Pastor Ernie as he came and shared today. And we just pray, Lord God, that you would just cover him as I know you are and you will continue to do, that you will protect him, Lord. And as he opens, as he as he opens his mouth and declares what has been revealed to him, Lord, that people will recognize that the things that he is saying is a clarion call to us today in this season. I pray, Lord, that the help that he would need, that it will be around him, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that in any way that you desire to use us to, to be assisting and do whatever it is that you have for uh, the leaders in your body to do, that you will grace us to do such. So we thank you, Father, once again, in Jesus' name, amen. So like he said, if you have questions that you want to direct at him, um, he is more than willing to answer them. You can contact us at info at supernaturaljunkies.com. You can also find us if you go to supernaturaljunkies.com. There's links there that you can use to get a hold of us as well. You, But you can find us a variety of ways. We're also on social media. You can message us there, Supernat Junkies on IG and Facebook, the Supernatural Junkies podcast. God bless you guys. And Thank this you. is obviously the heaviest thing we've ever done. And, um, you know, it's happening, but it's happening. And we need to realize again, just like everything we cover on the podcast, there is a truth out here. And unfortunately in America, we're having the truth censored and, um, and our, our ministers are doing it in the pulpit. They're, they're censoring your Bible and, um, you know, the media is doing it. And uh, so we just pray for you today in our country and pray for Pastor Ernie Rivera as well. God bless you guys. Hey, folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about Protanum. I've been taking Protanum for a few years, and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. 
At least I think I am. Anyway, protandum is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use ProTandem.